Hello, friends. I want to share a word of encouragement with you from Scripture that relates to the time, the season that we're in on the calendar and also in the world today. Starting with Psalm 2. Beautiful and powerful declaration about the king of the whole earth. It's the Father God speaking of the Son. And he says, I have installed my king on my holy mountain of Zion. I will declare the decree, the Lord has said to me, you are my son. So you can see that it's the father and the son conversing. Today, I have begotten you. And this begotten is not speaking just of the immaculate conception, the miracle of Jesus being conceived in the womb of the Virgin Mary. This is Jesus, the firstborn from the dead, the resurrected one, the first fruits. And we are in the time on the calendar leading up to Pentecost that is referred to as the Feast of Weeks. And that is literally speaking of the first fruits or the beginning of harvest. And that's the word of encouragement, the timely word that I want to share with you today. It's time for the beginning of harvest. So he says, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance, the ends of the earth for your possession. Praise the Lord. And it reminds me of Haggai 2, which is speaking of the restoration after destruction, the glory of the latter house. You're familiar probably with the scripture that says, after a time of great shaking, and in fact, in which their former temple had literally been destroyed, the Lord comes again because God is always on a mission of redemption and restoration, including in your life and mine. Always preparing to glorify his son, to get himself glory and show his hand of mercy to his people in every season and even in the midst of terrible storms. For he says, I will shake heaven and earth and dry land and shake every nation and they will come to the desire of all nations. We are beginning to see a new great harvest of souls that is literally in the wake of this global pandemic. And we are seeing Christians, the church, preaching the gospel by media and many other ways, in acts of kindness and volunteerism, engaging with their neighbors like nothing ever before. So there's a great harvest that has begun, just like the calendar time for Pentecost. They shall come to the desire of all nations, that's Jesus. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. 
the glory of this latter house shall be greater than all the former glory. And in this place, I will give peace. You know, that's the word for shalom, wholeness, and well-being. This is the word of the Lord for us in this season, in light of the global pandemic. For all who believe in him and all who turn to him, God is intending to build a ladder house that is even more glorious than where we were before this pandemic uh, struck. But during the season of Pentecost, it's traditional in the Jewish culture to read from the book of Ruth. And these themes are very much the themes of Ruth in this season. One of the interesting biographical things about Ruth, not only was she, if you remember, um, a Moabitess, she wasn't a Jewess, she was a Moabitess. And she ended up, because of her heart of faithfulness, she had a covenant heart. And she served her mother-in-law. Do you remember her mother-in-law, Naomi, who, by the way, is a type of the Holy Spirit. So it speaks to us in this time of Pentecost, as we're looking to the celebration of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It speaks to us about our relationship with the Holy Spirit. And we find that Ruth was committed at all costs to her mother-in-law, to this relationship. And the scripture that is often read uh, during a marriage ceremony was actually what Ruth said to her mother-in-law, Naomi, the one, entreat me not to leave you or turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. Very powerful uh, revelation of Ruth's covenant nature. But also, wherever you go, I will go. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God, and the earth is groaning and travail right now in every locale, in your city, in mine, in your businesses, in your community's businesses, groaning and travail, looking for the word of the Lord, the good word of God, of redemption and restoration and rebuilding, and you carry that word. So we bless you with that word and also bless you to be a carrier and ambassador of the good word of God. As many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God and the earth is looking for us at this particular time. A beautiful, um, interesting biographical note, by the way, of Ruth, the Moabitess, who comes to Bethlehem called the House of Bread. And I hope that you're catching some of the richness of this word, the House of Provision the house of bread. They come back to Bethlehem, Naomi and Ruth. They've lost everything. Um, even their spouses have died. And it was a time of famine in Moab. So they come back to Bethlehem with nothing. And Ruth is sent to serve her mother-in-law. And she goes out in those days. The Jews had a law that they were to leave the corners of their fields ungleaned during the harvest so that strangers, foreigners, bypassers could get something to eat. 
And um, so Ruth knows of this. And so she goes out into the fields in this time of harvest in order to glean some food for herself and her mother-in-law um, from those corners that would have been left ungleaned. And um, it says the Lord, uh, as, as she goes, Boaz notices her. Boaz's name, by the way, means in him is strength. And in Jesus is where we find our strength. In him is strength. Beautiful name. Powerful name. It's also the, one of the names of the pillars of the temple. In him is strength. And um, Boaz sees her gleaning and takes notice of her uh, because of her good character. She has a good report from the people that notice her as she goes out into the field to glean. So may you also be a shining light as you engage and re-engage your community. May you be noticed. I have many friends who are like this Ruth in this particular time and season that in various ways in our city are being noticed by the their fellow citizens. And may the Lord make you noticeable in that way and show you favor because of it. So her uh, reputation is brought to the attention of Boaz. And he says, it has been fully reported to me all that you've done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband and how you've left everything and the land of your birth and have come to a people you did not know. You know, Jesus said, that anyone who has left father, mother, houses, lands to follow me will receive in this life a hundredfold in return. So as you have been faithful and continue to be faithful to seek his kingdom first, we release the decree of a restoration, a repayment, a hundredfold of everything that you've given up, given away, and left behind for the sake of finding and following the Lord. So beautiful. These are the themes of Pentecost uh, that we find in the book of Ruth that are the kingdom of God themes from our own Boaz, Jesus. And then he says in Ruth chapter 2 and verse 12, the Lord repay your work and a full reward be given to you by the Lord God of Israel. That's our prayer and our blessing, our decree for you in this time as we begin the re-engagement, the recovery, and the restoration of our communities, of our businesses, and of our families at this time of Pentecost after the pandemic. The Lord repay your work and a full reward be given to you by the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings you have come for refuge. Reminds you of Psalm 91, doesn't it? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of his wings. Then she said, let me find favor in your sight, my Lord, for you have given me comfort, another name for the Holy Spirit, and have spoken kindly to your maidservant. And Boaz said to her at mealtime, it's time for feasting again. Come here, eat the bread, and dip your bread in the vinegar. He literally shared 
his meal with her. Jesus has made us joint heirs. He became poor that we might be made rich. He died that we might have abundant life and resurrection victory over the grave. So she sat beside the reapers and he passed the grain to her and she ate and was satisfied. And then she put some away in her apron and took it home to feed Naomi as well. So our prayer for you today is the blessing of the Lord for everything that you have left and laid down for his sake. The Lord repay you with kindness and a full reward, especially in this season. As we approach Pentecost during the Feast of Weeks and celebrate the first fruits, remembering our King, our Boaz, has been raised from the dead. May the Lord repay you and give you a full reward for everything that you have left for his sake. In Jesus' name, amen.